Hey guys, my name's Melissa. Let's talk about anime. Okay, let's talk about episodes one and two of Chainsaw Man. So this has been long awaited, mainly on my behalf, because I've been dying to watch Chainsaw Man. I brought the first six volumes, and then I realized I didn't even want to read them once I found out um, Mappa was doing the animation. So I was like, why am I reading the manga? I'm going to put the manga down and I'm going to enjoy the anime with the rest of the anime onlys. So I'm still fairly new um, to the entire series, even though I own all almost half of the entire series. But um, let's just dive right into it. So first of all, hands like shout out to Mappa. I, I listen. Shout out to Mappa, shout out to the animators, shout out to the people who probably work long, long, ridiculously long and probably illegal work hours to produce the quality of the anime that they produce for us. Because when I tell you I was gasping, I was screaming, I was cheering, I was crying, everything, I felt an array of emotions during this entire first episode. And it's, it, it's just done to perfection. So we all know Denji, Denji, Mr. Boob Man himself. I just, I enjoy his character so much. And this is going to be kind of reminiscent to the cyberpunk episode, because when I tell you when Denji was listing his woes, how he was talking about his dad, how he was talking about all his deductions and how he's only going to have like a certain amount of money to last him throughout the entire month and how he has to prioritize Puchita because that's his like basically his emotional support animal. And I was like, oh my God, Denji, same. Because like I be cutting it close some months and you know, but I have two cats and I'm like, my cats will always be fed. Like I will starve myself before my cats ever go freaking hungry. Thankfully it has never reached that part in a very long while, but it, I've had moments of like touch and go, um, a couple of years ago for like legitimately no reason. And I just always prioritize my animals. Like health and well-being and hunger over myself so when i tell you i was like sobbing at this episode because denji has such a tragic backstory and i mean it's to be expected he's a shonen protagonist but it's just it just really hurt and i just be in my fields it it really is just like a simple snap and i will it the waterworks are on but um, so Denji is a poor, very poor human who took in a demon dog, a demon chainsaw dog named Puchita. Um, he is in severe debt, not because of anything that he did. It was all because of his um, father who ended up hanging himself and killing himself, leaving Denji with the debt. So he basically is a demon slayer for the Yakuza. And because there are, are there's like a state regulated um, demon slayer agency, the Yakuza wants the carcasses of the demons. So that's why they hire Denji. And Denji, who is in debt to these people, has to fork over probably like 95% of the money that they promise him. 
and he's really left with scraps. And so that's basically the first half of episode one. We see that, of course, typical people in power are greedy and they want it more like power. So they go to some skeezy, creepy, disgusting piece of shit, zombie, fucking, a freaking zombie devil who basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. He turns the entire like Yakuza organization that Denji was working for into zombies because they wanted more power. And the demon was like, listen, you want this power, I'm gonna give it to you, but you're going to be a part of the living dead, homie. And they got exactly what they wanted. And so Denji, who was lured there under the guise of um, having another job to do, he ends up getting killed or he and yeah, he ends up getting killed basically by this zombie devil because um, you know, Denji's a um he's a devil hunter, so they have to get rid of him. So he, he sicks his zombie minions on him, and it's just all it's just he oh my god, this entire like episode, like I I cried when that shit happened. I don't like to see like the underdog go down. I knew he was going to get right the fuck back up, but it was just the, for the simple, like three minutes that it happened, it just broke my heart. And then the scene with Puchita and he's like, Denji, you rescued me when I almost died. And now I'm going to repay that debt to you. And I'm just sitting there like bawling, like what the fuck? I can't deal with this right now. But, um, so Puchita, um, you know, he gives himself, he makes his body, his little pug-like body into Denji's new heart. And so Denji thus becomes the chainsaw man that we've been waiting for. And when I, let me tell you something, this is why I said props to Mappa. Holy shit is this fucking anime brutal as hell i was like listen i get very squeamish i i get very nervous around blood even if it's animated so i'm like peeking through my fingers like oh god this this is going to like traumatize me and it did but i was like cheering like verbally cheering in the room by myself like you better fucking chop these bitches up digi because fuck them Fuck that zombie. Fuck the Yakuza. How dare they? You didn't do anything wrong. You can't help it that your freaking father was in debt. Like, oh, I don't like to see the little people get stomped all over by these huge, wealthy, greedy pieces of shit corporations or Yakuza or people. This is why, like, I, this is exactly why I was saying I could not, like, I was in the worst mindset to be watching this because, like, I was like, you know what? Fuck this show. <laughs> because of my own personal gripes with the real world. But um, Denji ends up killing the zombie devil because he's fucking awesome and he literally has chainsaw for hands and a face. And, oh God, okay. So once again, I don't know what happens in this series. I only read volume one and then stopped once it got the anime announcement. I know Makima is not an angel. I know she is not nice. I know she is vindictive. I know she says what she needs to say to get what she wants. However, I can't stop from liking her. 
She's really pretty. Um, I think she's really sweet to Denji. And I think it's I think the reason why I like her is because I like to see Denji happy because he didn't do anything to warrant any of the shitty shit that has been happening to him in his life. So even though Makima's um niceness is technically under falsehood, it's just like at least he gets to smile for a little bit. Does that make sense? Ugh, I feel like I'm like trying to excuse the fact that I'm vouching for shitty people, even though I don't have any proof that she's shitty yet. Although I'm pretty sure she is. She she really lets her, not necessarily facade, I don't even think she's faking being nice. I think this is just who she is as a character. I really freaking enjoy her. And her and Denji's like um, relationship, like their dynamic, I, I enjoy it. And I guess that's technically me saying I enjoy a master and her dog. What is wrong with me? Okay, so Makima basically saves Denji. Um, she finds him in the area where he beat up all the Yakuza, or why did I say beat up? He chopped them to bits, and she ends up taking him under her wing. So Makima works for the devil hunter, like the big wigs, the actual like official devil hunter society. And they end up taking Denji under their wing, even though she she he's kind of in a similar situation to like Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. He's kind of only at Jujutsu High because he fucking sat there and swallowed Sukuna's finger. And if he ever wants to like, you know, this ain't for me, you don't have the choice to make to say this isn't for you. You you're dead if you don't do what we say. So that's basically the same situation that Denji's in. Like he can't not say, like he can't say no to Makima. He has to follow what she says or else they're going to kill him because technically he is a devil and they are devil hunters. So it's just, it's a twisted situation he's in. And, but I, it was so nice to see him eat his udon and eat his frank. And then when he asked Makima what's her type and she said Denji. And I know she's just saying what he wants to hear. But it's just like, I like seeing Denji happy. It really does make me happy. But um, that's basically episode one. It just basically introduces you to Denji and Makima and the dynamics between them. Okay, and so for episode two, oh my god, episode two had, oh my god, okay, so episode two introduces Aki to the mix, and as you can tell from my reaction, I really like Aki, so I don't know anything about his background. Since volume one covered a lot of what we're probably going to see in episodes one through four, um, I don't get a gist of who Aki is. So everything that I saw in this episode is literally what I know of him. He is so great. I really enjoy the nonsensical ones, like the real stoic, real like non-hyperactive, just real serious types. And he's just, he was over dingy literally the minute the minute he laid his eyes on him he is like who is this what is that why does it exist 
and he beat the shit out of him. Oh my God. So Aki and Denji are basically paired up. And of course, Denji is disappointed because he wanted to be with Makima because, you know, his goal is boobs. And so <laughs> Aki is going to walk around with Denji and Denji is supposed to shadow him. So no, nothing happened. Nothing like nothing of worth is actually transpiring during this entire shadowing moment. Aki basically pulls Denji into the alleyway and beats the shit out of him for literally no reason. I mean, maybe not no reason. Denji asked Aki like what um, Makima's type was and maybe that was wrong of him. But also... I don't know what Aki and Makima's relationship is. Once again, only got up to episode one. I mean, volume one of the manga. Um, I don't, I don't want to say like Aki looks like he has a crush on her, but Aki is just hard to read because once again, nonsensical. He doesn't like, he doesn't transpire. He doesn't adhere to like being so loose with his emotions so but I don't know it's so weird but anyway so Aki beats the shit out of Denji and he's like if you don't have any drive if you don't have any real motivation for devil hunting then leave because people get into this profession for the money and then they end up dying and so like Aki's a good kid because that's a really legitimate reason to tell somebody not to join this team however Denji is has not like had real food or a real bath or a real like healthy life for him to recognize like he's he doesn't recognize what real danger is he's like listen if i can be able to have like udon and like look at makima for like two minutes out of the day i will choose that over whatever the fuck i was living in before so he proceeds to kick Aki in the balls because he said that's how he fights men. And you know what? I I don't blame him for that. I don't believe in fighting fair. And plus Aki beat him up first. So I was all here for the ball kicking. I mean, Aki, God bless his soul, love him to pieces. Like he deserved that. But when Aki decided to retaliate, I didn't expect Denji to continue kicking him in his balls. So it, it like, okay, Denji, you don't want to at least grace him with the opportunity to a fair fight, but Denji was not having it. So they end up going back to the office. They end up going back to Makima. Makima's like, what the fuck happened? And um, they're like, it's, it's not going to work out. And of course, that means Makima's just going to stick them together anyway. So... They end up being paired to go on a mission to destroy this. I think they called it a fiend. So a fiend is when a devil takes over a human corpse, I believe they said. So not like Denji, although I'm I'm kind of hard pressed to figure out how it's not the same. But then again, I guess because Denji, maybe Puchita is like actually inside his body instead of a fiend that seems to act like a literal leech. So Aki orders Denji to like kill the demon and he tells him like use your devil power and Denji doesn't do that. They gave him an axe and Denji just cuts his head off and 
Denji and Aki get into a scuffle because Aki's like, I told you to use your devil power. And Denji's like, well, I didn't want to make a mess. And also like, listen, that could have been me or that can be me. And, you know, why not put him out of his misery quickly and painlessly? Like, why do I have to drag it out? And so Aki didn't like that because apparently Aki's entire family was killed in front of him by a demon. And he has like comrades who he has lost to devils. So he's like, there's no room for sympathy for these fiends or devils or anybody because they're all bastards and you need to kill them and you need to get with the program. So he's saying all this and in actuality, Denji didn't even like that wasn't the root reason as to why he wanted to like kill them with the axe he just didn't want to make a mess because there were some porno magazines on the floor that he felt hell-bent on saving (laughs) because he didn't want to get them dirty and i'm just like oh my god Denji, you are you're you're like somehow a pure soul but then not because you're like the sleaziest person in the world (laughs) so um that's basically Denji and Aki and they're done. And so they go back and Makima's telling Denji and Aki that she's going to pair Denji up with power and power is a fiend. So this means, I think they said fiends are easy to distinguish because their head is going to have some kind of portion of the actual demon's body or like some kind of body part from the demon. Like the fiend they destroyed, it clearly looked like it was some kind of ant or like uh, it was some kind of bug. But power has like these horns on her head. So when they travel around with power, power has to play like be all inconspicuous because if they see a fiend walking around like what the fuck? We got to kill that. So first of all, let me just say, I love power. I love power. Oh my God. All these characters. I love, I don't, I don't dislike anybody. Not that I was expecting to dislike anybody. It, it, it takes a lot to have to like get me to dislike a character, but this is just such a solid team. And I know it's like the typical, like shonen anime trio shit. Like it's pretty like cut and dry. They're following a very specific pattern however it's just I just like it I'm just a sucker for the tropey bullshit that comes with shonen animes and power is just such a headstrong and like strong-willed and just ridiculously powerful and super pretty and I just I love that about a female character and power is just so fucking feral and gremlin like and I enjoy her and so when she introduced herself to Denji and of course Denji's like I am literally only putting up with this for the boobs I the bitch can be like 10 murders deep like she could be a homicidal maniac I don't care if I can touch the tits please god let this be my life so it's like Denji's depraved so he doesn't care he's willing to let power like be herself so long as he can get a grope. And it's just, it's, it's so bad, but it's, I love it so much. I love this show so much. Oh my God. So they go on patrol together and they have to like scale this, like the roofs because once again, power's a fiend. And so she can't, she has to be inconspicuous. And whenever they run into the normal, like police officers, they just have to show their badge and they'll leave them alone. But I guess, like, it's so weird. So 
I guess if power was on her own, can she not show her badge? Or maybe she doesn't know to show her badge. Power doesn't seem like she has any home training. So I'm pretty sure she wouldn't know to show her badge in case somebody stops her on the street. So that makes sense. But anyway, um, I guess because Power's a fiend, she has a heightened sense of smell, which leads me to believe is Makima a fiend? Why would she be a fiend? I just think because she has such a heightened sense of smell herself. I'm like, is she a fiend? Hmm. But no, I, I don't want to speculate, but I mean, it's fun to speculate. But so Power ends up smelling some blood because, you know, she's she has to be fed her nutrients of devil fucking blood, I guess. And she jets off past Denji and she just, what did they say it was? I think they said it was a pickled cucumber devil. It was ridiculous. And she just ends up whacking it with this fucking Amy Rose hammer because power is such a fucking badass. And she kills it. And she's just sitting there laughing maniacally and like, just standing there and I'm like oh my god she is a literal gremlin I love her so much what the fuck but um and that is how that's how it ended and I loved it oh my god guys I I cannot I cannot talk about this show any more than I have I can't even can I over enthuse about this show any more than I have already done. Like, what show was I talking about that I was like, oh my god, this is like the best anime of the season. I was talking about Blue Lock. Although I still kind of stand by that because Blue Lock for me came out of left field. Like, I knew Chainsaw Man was going to be good, but Blue Lock came out of left field and I was like, oh, where the fuck did this come from? But, um, oh my god. that That is it for Chainsaw Man episodes one and two. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because clearly I did. Um, Can you guys let me know how the audio was for this episode? I'm kind of trying something new with my laptop and my mic. I kind of just pulled a microphone out of storage instead of using my phone mic. And I'm hoping this will produce better quality. But also, I chose to record at a weird hour. I usually wait until the dead of night to do this. And so since I didn't, there might be a lot of background noise that you guys might be hearing in the background. And especially since this is a better mic than my phone mic, it might also be picking up a lot of noise in the area that I'm in. So just like, let me know if you guys hear anything weird. I'll drop a question in the Spotify link you guys should be able to respond to that. But also um, for my socials, follow me on Essential Mel on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, as well as Anchor, Spotify, you know the works. Um, I'm actually currently live on a couple of different streaming profiles. So you have Anchor, you have Spotify, you have Apple, you have Amazon, you have Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, like audio mag. I am live on a couple of bitches now. So I'm actually like really proud of myself. And I saw an uptick in a whole lot of viewers recently. So I just want to say if you guys are new here, thank you. Welcome. I'm glad to have you. Um, I'm going to try to make a community that is just open to just like talking about this shit and just nerding out and just being like little geeks like I am. And I'm going to try to actually produce some kind of website so we can actually engage with each other. But once again, that's going to be time 
and a whole lot of money that I ain't got. So, um, <laughs> but for the time being, definitely feel free to reach out to me if you want to on any of my socials. Once again, it's going to be Essential Mel Talks, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.